two, one. Welcome to Demand Does the Six Questions, where the same six questions can tell a unique story. I am your host, Demond, father of two, husband of one, and leader of this here Demodcast. And it is now the season premiere, the debut, the first time, the very first episode, the beginning of season two. I am really excited about this. I had a lot of fun last season and this season is going to be even better. So before we get started, please do me a favor and get on Apple podcast, go sign in, find Demond does, leave a review and leave five stars because that's what helps the show get seen. It's what helps the show grow and that's how we can keep this conversation going. Without further ado, Take it away past me. I am so excited to start season two. You can hear her giggling back there because I'm trying to make her laugh. She is a self-taught board game developer that started on board co- board game company because she loves board games as much as I do. She didn't write that. I did. And she is utterly amazing and awesome. And she is also absolutely ridiculous. Give it up for Tanisha. Queen it shall be Hall. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. I am uber excited. Now, now I'm five times excited. This is going to be amazing. Thank you for having me, Demond. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. You came into the radar in a in a very in a very weird uh, in a very weird way and uh, yeah. perfect timing. <laughs> so I'm excited, and of course, some the listeners going, "Well, why are you talking about her? I've never met her before. I don't know who you're talking about." Well, I'm about to tell you. Here's the reason. I am also the co-host of Different World, Same Story, where we go back and rewatch a different world from the show from the '80s, and. Mm-hmm. Miss Hall developed a board game called Hillman the Game. And I am so excited to not only hear about it, to eventually play it once uh, things get lifted and production mm-hmm. can get back to normal. Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. Yes. When I heard about your show, I reached out because, you know, all things in a different world are all things awesome in my book. Yes, I did decide to create a board game about one of the best shows I've ever seen. Aside from that, I knew I couldn't just, you know, say it one show. I wanted to make sure I gave myself room to make others. So I created a board game company called In All Seriousness, like TV series, mm-hmm. um, which is going to highlight and showcase positive black images in sitcoms, cinema, and original content. So Hilma the Game is just the, just the beginning. I know. How am I going to top myself? We'll figure it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, Tanisha, if you wouldn't mind working on a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air game. <laughs> I have a list of uh, shows that I'm absolutely going to tackle. Uh, classic ones that I grew up on, which, yes, would include Fresh Prince. It would include Living Single. It would also have, uh, I, I mean, I'm going, I'm looking to go back. I've been watching all types of shows like That's My Mama. If it's sitcoms and we lit in it, I'm going to figure it out. There'll be a game for it. It might be a serious thing where we call you because <laughs> we're talking about Fresh Prince. We talk about in uh, mm-hmm. Living Single. We've talked about in Living mm-hmm. Color. We talked mm-hmm. about Martin. Martin. Yep, uh, yep. See, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Because 
because it's automatic. Like we know what the icon shows for us are. And back then in the eighties, nineties, TV was popping. Right. Like, I'm about to be forty. I'm gonna be forty in October. And it's funny that um you mentioned your uh holiday because I have a whole month that the holiday is called Queentober. <laughs> in October. Um and yeah, I celebrate all month. <laughs> um shout out to um my late friend Tavis Brunson who started Octavis and he's just as a big personality as I am. So we put Octavis and Queen Tober together and now Queen Tober is the one that uh keeps going along with Octavis. But yeah, yeah, it's a whole situation. Like we were on top of it. That era was about saying things that weren't so pretty and still managing to make you laugh. And still managing to teach the lesson. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to have to make a board game for those shows. Yeah. You said Queen Tober. I'm going to take a, a, a sidestep <laughs> one yes, second. Queen Tober is, is lit. And it's full of glitter because I'm a glitter enthusiast. Yeah, I'm also a full-fledged unicorn. This is going to be great. Oh, We're boy. cousins now. You do know this, right? Say again? We're cousins now. I, oh, uh, yes, yes, we are. Uh, as a matter, we are, we are way too much alike. Because you said Queen Tober, and I immediately thought, do you, do you know what next month is? Yes. What is it? September. No, no August. I'm sorry. August. You're close. It's actually Demogist. Demogist. Oh, Demogist. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Funny story, true story, because I'm so extra, for my 16th birthday, since my birthday's in October, I'm originally from Brooklyn. It gets kind of chilly sometimes. You never really know where the weather's going to go when um, fall hits. So I know I wanted to have a summer party, so I had my 216 in August. So I understand. Take whatever month you want. Right on. The August is here. Yeah, yeah. It's all about having a good time. Got to. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, are you ready to answer a few more a few questions for me? Yes, I'm ready. All right. When did you know you wanted to do what you do now? You do poetry and mm-hmm. you're basically a full range performer. That's the only way I can really describe it. <laughs> and you Thank went you. from that to developing a board game. Like mm-hmm. how did how did they connect and well, how did you decide, hey, I'm going to do a board game? So you are the first person that has asked me how poetry connected to him in a game. And thank you for that, because I never really get to tell the story about how it did. Because most of the time I tell the story about how I lost my job and I decided I didn't want to work for anyone else. Because when I lost it, I, I felt like I lost everything. I had nothing to pass on. Nothing was mine. I couldn't, like, you know name a building after one of my children or anything like that. So I felt the way and decided I wanted to work for myself. So I had that and had something to give to people to uplift them. Poetry came in because while I um, was performing poetry more regularly, I had access to different venues to showcase other poets and other artists and talents. And I had a monthly show called the Writer's Block Poetry Show. And when things started to get slow, for the poetry show, but him and the game was getting ready to come out. I kind of merged the two and I would have poetry game night. Oh, so nice. poetry never really left, but I um, had access to the poetry community, which also loves to have game nights and, you know, have fun times to talk at the table and just fellowship and commune around each other. I was able to allow that to grow 
my base just used what I had, <laughs> pretty much. And everyone was, was right on board with me because of how iconic the show is, how iconic the mission of In All Seriousness is, which is to promote us. You don't see a lot of uh, black characters in board games. And as much as I love board games, I got tired of imagining what would Miss Scarlet look like with an afro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would just stay on it until the poem in my head came out to the board on my table. <laughs> boom, da, boom, boom, boom. Question number two. What do you wish you had known when you had started out? Oh, my God. It would have to be manufacturing for me. I did not know about the the ins and outs of quantities and shipping and and rates and all of that. So I'm just like, hey, I'm going to make a board game. This is going to be awesome. And then looking at the pieces and you see pieces <laughs> costing you $1,000. You're like, what? <laughs> I, just, I wish I had understood how that works, just how expensive it is to make a game. Everything else came on time, but no, yeah, those those finances, man. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, and timelines. And what? And, and timelines. Timelines. When it comes to manufacturing, yes. Uh, can you explain that to him? explain that for me? I sure can. So when I started looking for manufacturers, I had found, of course, there's companies that you're going to see that do amazing things. And their prices would look very attractive. And I would go look and see, oh, okay, you know, it's coming from overseas, more than likely it'll be from China. Although I did find my manufacturers are in the United States. But when I first started looking, I saw that they were a lot overseas and the prices look attractive. But those shipping times, it was ridiculous. Like I'm talking about nine months out on shipping and you've already paid a lot, even though it seems like a deal. That's not cute. <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have known about that before. Yeah. But I got it now. I got it now. It was a lot. Um, research is very important. Don't skip on research. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, I learned that pretty early. It, it's working out, but man, in the beginning, it was very discouraging to see something that you want so close. You know what I'm saying? It's like a click of a button, but because of this hurdle and that hurdle, you can't get it yet. Question number three. I heard on your show how uh, you did, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, one's got, one got to go. Is that it? One got to go. One yeah, got to go. And that. it was uh, cookouts <laughs> and Thanksgiving <laughs> was, the, was the meal one that I keep remembering. I, don't, I couldn't remember any other food. That was the one I remembered. So this actually kind of goes towards that. So okay. what's your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant? And it could be either where you're at in South Carolina now or back home in Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Ah, oh my gosh. My go-to order, I'll go for, I'll go with my hometown. Um, my go-to order from one of the Chinese restaurants that I would always go to, no matter what, was four wings and shrimp fried rice. That's it. Don't ask me to venture out. I would just walk there. And get my chicken wings and shrimp fried rice and go home. There's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> well, fair enough. South Carolina and New York seem very, very different, having never visited either place. How did you get there? If, if so, you want to answer that question. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, so when I was growing up in New York, I would take a few trips over the summer to come to South Carolina because I had family that lived down here too. As I got older, 
and started thinking about where I wanted to live, I started thinking about a family and things like that. And I was expecting, and my ex-husband, at the time we were together, we decided that we didn't want to raise children in Brooklyn. Although, you know, we got all of our life skills. Hey, great town, love you, but don't want to raise kids here. So we started looking at South Carolina, and we were kind of hesitant on it because it's slower pace coming from New York. Right. But uh, when we came back from the initial visit to, um, as adults to be around family and stuff like that, when we came back, that's when 9-11 happened. And I took that as a sign mm. to leave. A very close thought, actually, because at the time, my ex-husband was working at the World Trade Center, and he didn't get the call to go to work that day. So we were like, okay, that's all we needed, and we left. Damn. I know. Wow. <laughs> I know. Literally. He's like, you know what? But it seemed like it just it was a it was a sign sign because I mean his phone never went dead. And that day it did. He didn't get the call to go to work. And afterwards, he said, Okay. We out. <laughs> First thing smoking. First no, thing no smoking. Pun <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. Nah, right? you, my dad used to call it a-hole and elbows. That's because that's all you're going to see. Question number four. What are you curious about? I'm curious about how, honestly, how cities work. I love building things and watching it work, and I've always been fascinated with infrastructure and cities from playing SimCity. Hmm. So I'm, I'm always very fascinated. I look at land like, hmm, how would someone build that? And I like, I can't see a stretch of land without trying to figure out in my head what it would take to make a whole, just a city. Of what is that? A town, city, town, township? Hmm? I'm very curious about that. How did you get involved in that? Was it from playing Sims, or is it something that you've always kind of done? Or definitely from playing SimCity because. I was raised as an only child, so I had to play a lot of things by myself. So the Sim, Sim City was perfect. I would notice that some people that played the game like to destroy it, and I was always fascinated with how to make it grow bigger and better. So since then, starting with video games, I've been interested. I wanted to be an architect at one time. I guess that's why I build board games. Okay. For a better tomorrow. Question number five. We're going through this fashion I was expecting. All right. Is there anything I should have asked but didn't? Yes. Yes, there is, as a matter of fact. You should have asked how much glitter is too much glitter. Question number five. <laughs> Tanisha Queen, it shall be Hall. Also the creator of not only Hillman the game, but Queen Tober. Queen Tober is right. How much glitter is too much glitter? The answer to that question is never too much glitter. Only too little. Bam. <laughs> so did your fascination with glitter come as an as as being an only child as well? Like where did that come from? It just kind of—I can see that it's you know—it's de developed out of your artistic side. But I'm like, where did something like that start? It actually came from water. 
I was fascinated with how light sunlight would dance off of water when I would um, go out to the beach when I was younger. Going out to Coney Island and Brighton Beach and Manhattan Beach and things like that, I would look at water and it always dances. looks like glitter. And then I actually saw glitter and I was like, what? I don't have to be at the ocean to see this? Oh, amazing. Just how one speckle can make you take notice of something and it makes things shiny. So, what's not to love? Although, I will say, it is a challenge being a glitter enthusiast because you learn about how many people don't like glitter. That's funny. I married one. Can't stand glitter. Married a unicorn. Don't know what he was thinking, but here we are. At least it wasn't a deal breaker. I mean. This is true. I thought it was at one point. Really? Yeah. I'm kind of petty. I'll use glitter to my advantage. Oh, no. Does it look like... <laughs> will, will you take his clothes and make it look like a, a strip club exploded? No, but I have taken glitter into his pants pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't like when I tell that story. <laughs> that is amazing. I don't like glitter either, but if you did that to me, I'm like, well... <laughs> Right. Cause what are you gonna do? Except it's like that's that's why you know, but yeah, when my wife gets me with a good zinger, I'm like, Yeah, that's 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 why Yeah, I'm right. Here. You gotta give it up. You gotta give props to a props to do. You give you give that's, and that's you, creative. That's a slow clap right there. You're just like, Yes ma'am. Yes ma'am. And that's oh man, that's beautiful. I, you know, a slow clap moment, that's amazing. That could draw tears. Slow clap. <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. Hey, bring down the house. You see a slow clap Listen, and play, boy. That's a me and you bitch. can't be on the phone for too long. I already see this is going to be trouble. All right? <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm just saying I see it. I want it to be known that I am here to act a donkey anytime you need because we're cutting it down. Question six. Let's go. All right, this is the last one, man. Ah, man. I may have to have. I may have to start a a spinoff show. Speaking of spinoffs, right. I, I need to start a spinoff show called Another Six Questions, just so I can bring my favorite guests <gasps> back and ask you another oh, six. Yes. Oh my gosh! Ooh, yay! Let's do that. All right, uh, whoever's listening to this, do not write that down. That I'm gonna actually put that to work. But if you have an ideas for six, another six questions, hit me up at demondoes yeah. at gmail dot com. You know what it is. All right, question number six. If you could create a new holiday other than Queen-tober, what would it commemorate? <laughs> Glitter! What? What was I thinking? I don't even know why I asked that question. <laughs> it, it would be, listen, it would be, the, I have a poem, seriously, about Glitter. And one of the lines that keeps coming up in the poem is, Glitter is the blackest thing there is. All right, because it speckles on its own. It doesn't need a group, but when it has a group, oh my God. All right, it's hard to get out. You act like you don't like it, but you really do because it's fire. All right, like I said, it's glitter day all day. I'd have a glitter ball, a glitter fest. There'd be glitter foods. My husband is a chef. He's already working on making glitter gravy for me because I asked. He don't want to, but you know, love. Did you say glitter gravy? Yes. Just for the alliteration alone. Yes. That makes me happy. Oh, that makes me happy. See what I'm saying? And you don't even rock with glitter like that. Look at that. Change your lives. Let's do that. (laughs) 
it'd be glitter and board games all over the place. Oh, oh, just everywhere. Just, it just, just it would, everywhere. Just, right. like, just look like Toys, just toys R Us and strippers just exploded. Just just Mardi That's Gras everywhere. Yeah, it's Mardi Gras. It's Roman Dice. It, it's like, it's role play. Like, come on. It's awesome. Oh, How goodness. amazing would that be? And then have a glitter bomb. Listen, I got it all figured out. Everyone wears goggles and a mask because, you know, safety first. You don't want to get it up in any orifices. So you cover yourself up. You got your team colors. You know what's rocking. You get these these eggs that have glitter in it, and you go to work. That's it. We we got to brand this thing. We I mean glitter, glitter day is good and yeah. you know it's very uh yeah. it's very yeah. it's evocative but we need mm-hmm. something bigger. We need, we need we need something that says hey it's glitter day but we but not call it glitter day. We just don't want to hit him in the right. face with it. We just want to smack him on right. the backside. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're at to think mm-hmm. I'm going to have to think on this mm-hmm. and I'm going to get back to you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, we'll have to. Yep. <laughs> and phone number cuz we're here now. We're cousins. Uh, we're, we're cousins. Yay, I can't have mm-hmm. too many of those. Right. Can't have too much family, man. Can't have too much family. And you know what's so cool about that statement is that you notice when families actually get together and play games, even if sometimes it gets to a point where, like, I'm never playing Monopoly with you again, you still still have that moment where you're like, man, this is all right. Right before that moment. This is kind of cool. Yeah. Right, right, Right before the table switched over. But it's there, and you remember it forever. It, my kids don't play Monopoly with me right now, but they'll play Hillman. Yeah. Not because they can win, but because I tell them to. No, I'm joking. <laughs> How could they not have fun in a house with a board game creator? My kids are little. We discussed that. Uh, we discussed that before we got started. My kids are little, but I, I we're now getting into like my I played uh, Sorry with my oldest uh, last mm. week. Oh wow! How it, was that? Oh my goodness, she literally like. Uh, of the one of her pieces hit every slide all the way around, like oh it was God. like, uh, like it it hit it perfectly, and she and uh, literally I had to, I made the made the comeback. However you do that, and sorry, and she literally <laughs> beat me by one card. This I will. I will never be able to not play that game again now because she's like, right. I beat daddy. I beat daddy. Like, right. Oh, ah. yeah. That's what I said. It, was it not the best day of her life? It, absolutely. absolutely. She's on top of the world. Oh, are you kidding me? She told she told my wife over and over. Who, my wife, by the way, who's also ridiculous, told her hey. over. Hey. Hey. That's, that's that, that, man. I'm here for it. <laughs> man. Let's go. Tommy's out in 2020. I'm here for it. Say what? Tommy's out with 2020 and ridiculousness. Let's go. I'm in. I'm in. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like uh, playing with kids is, is fun. Um, with our family, we, we do a lot of silly stuff. I mean, I make board games. I like to have fun. We play games. We create games. We make songs up more than anything. Like we'll come up with a, a freestyle or something. And next thing you know, we're trying to figure out why we didn't record it because we could have been uh, multi-millionaires by now. But you know, it's all right. Are you kidding? The game will do the rest. I, I know you're you're a big you're big into music. I know, I know you really like mm-hmm. some, like music. Are your kids uh, like are, are are any of you guys uh, musicians or anything? Let's see. All of our children dance. My husband is a he's a rap artist. My oldest son, actually, you know, both the boys sing. Wait, all the kids sing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And my oldest son is starting to produce. Really? Yeah. That is yep. fantastic. 
It's, it's, yeah, art all through the house. My oldest also makes, oh, he started his own uh, jewelry, custom jewelry uh, making company. And I think I told you, yeah, my husband's a personal chef, so we eat well. Mm. <laughs> yeah, music, art, writing. Yeah, I'm a poet. My son is also an author. Yeah. We stay pretty busy. We have a silly day every now and again. That's when the kids get to scream and not get grounded. Got to do fun stuff, especially in quarantine. Right, right. Yeah, because I feel like we're 10 minutes away from a sitcom every day. <laughs> I would just be waiting for the last track. You're like looking over your shoulder waiting on it. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, this. like just simple stuff. Like me and my husband were on a, a video call and we bumped our heads together. <laughs> What? Who bumped? And it was a good one, too. <laughs> I was like, what? Did that happen? And there's footage? I can't. Oh, my goodness. I don't have any more questions. Do you have any questions for me? Or any, I, 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 de- I, I definitely do. Wanna, I definitely want to hear Let's about him know. before we get off here. But uh, do you have any questions yes. for me? Yes. Yes. So with this podcast, you said this is season two. Yes, ma'am. What is something that you wish you knew? during season one that I can be myself and be all right. You know, yeah. uh, just, um, just being myself and being authentic and being okay with that. That is something I've struggled with most of my life. Anyway, I, I've always, I've always felt like the odd man out and stuff. And now I'm just mm. like, uh, I can be the odd man out, but that means the spotlights on me, I guess. So I'm a Leo. Right. That's it. I'm just going to let it be what it is and, and be more organized to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Organization, yeah, that that takes that takes some skill after a minute and diligence because yeah, it's nice to look at stuff on the floor sometimes and just say I'll get to it tomorrow until tomorrow comes and you're like okay, I'm a grown up, let me organize something. <laughs> right. So I get that. It's just funny um, that you actually mentioned that knowing that it's okay to be you because through making this game, when I told people that I wanted to make the game, I got a lot of skepticism about it because it was from what a few people told me too black they would give me advice and I know they're trying to help based on their experiences but I would get advice like well you know maybe you should do a game on Seinfeld first or maybe you should go with friends or maybe you should go with this and it would translate to me into okay so then that am I not good enough is the game being as black as it is not good enough and I had to quickly get up out of that because that was, you know, a trick of the devil. Um, hopefully mm-hmm. lie. It absolutely is enough. It absolutely is necessary through everything that has been presented to me and every thing that come out of this. I never got to go to HBCU until I made the game. So now, you know, I get invites, which is dope. <laughs> I grew up idolizing Sinbad and um, and Kim and, and, you know, all the other characters from the show. And I got to talk to Sinbad a couple weeks ago. And Charnel Brown, Kimberly Reese, has given me encouraging words in my DM. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's good to know that you're enough and, and really stand on that. I will hear no bad talk of Sinbad. <laughs> I will none. hear none. I have had none nothing but good experiences, so. Yeah, I also have only the utmost 
uh, respect for Sinbad, especially now because he's very vocal in both his standpoint on um, what's going on in the world, and he's also very vocal about positivity. Mm. So to have both of that come out at a time where it's necessary, especially for us and people that grew up watching him and, and not even people that grew up watching him. My kids can recognize him now. And, you know, like my youngest, she's 10. She knows who that is. She knows that's Walter Oak. She knows that's Sinbad now. To make sure that we recognize those of us that are still around here, still, you know, spreading love, spreading information, spreading joy. I just, I, I, I'm so, I'm really thankful. I'm really grateful. Even this podcast, because now I got a whole new cousin. So what other questions do you have about the game? Because, you know, we'll do this all day. What's the object of it? Like, okay. It's a two player game, two to eight players. Um, actually, two to two to nine, uh, depending on how you run it. But the object of the game is to move from the season finale through um, rolling the dice and moving spaces to the season, I'm sorry, the season premiere is where you start. And you want to get to the season finale at the end with the most money. And each space on the game has a different function. Uh, there's dollar sign spaces that's for salary. There's a rent space. There's an event space that's like similar to Chant of Monopoly. And then there's a trivia space that'll ask you questions about the show. Ooh. And um, even if you've never seen the show before, you can play the game because it's multiple choice questions. And I also place on the trivia cards a um, season and episode that you can find the answer <laughs> to the question on where the question came from. Like, uh, what poet appears in Dwayne Wayne's dreams? It would be either A, William Shakespeare, B, Edgar Allan Poe, or C, Langston Hughes. Everyone would choose. And it says that's through season three, episode 13. And it is. And for um, every turn in the game, there's something for everyone to do. So there's no real dead air. You know, how some games it's like, okay, you roll, and then you just got to sit there and wait until the other person does something. It's very interactive. I took a couple of steps to just make the game more interesting, whereas there's uh, a card, a couple of cards called Plot Twist, and that's where <laughs> it'll shake things up. You might have to swap characters. You might have to swap all your money. Mm. Everyone might have to swap one time, move to the left or to the right, swap in their money, and just uh, see how it works out. The characters that you can play as are um, Whitley Gilbert, Kimberly Reese, Freddie Brooks, Jaleesa Vincent, Dwayne Wayne, Ron Johnson, Walter Oak, and Colonel Bradford Taylor. You can also choose to not be any other characters and be the bursar, which is the bank because everything is collegiate themed. Right. There are uh, character pawns that you move across the board. The board uh, looks like a map of a college campus. There are spaces on the board that have Denise Huxtable on it because if there wasn't Denise, there wouldn't be a Hellman. So she does make an appearance, even though she wasn't on for the majority of the show. If you land on her space, everyone has to give you $25 because she's always asking for money. So, you know, little quirky things that would get someone interested in the show. Not only that, uh, the characters of the game have an ID card so you can see how much money they get for every time they land on the salary. They don't all start the same amount of money because on the show, they came from different economic backgrounds. Right. So Whitley 
would start off with more money than Kim would, but on a payday, Kim would get more because she worked more than Willie did. So I tried to balance that out. There's also a roommate system. You see it on your ID card, too. If your roommate from the show, if that character is playing in the game, then your rent is reduced. But if your roommate's not playing or your character doesn't have a roommate, you have to pay full price. So that's really fun with kids. They get to see how, you know, different ways money works and circulates. That's pretty much it. It starts some good, good old-fashioned conflict. No one has flipped over a table, as far as I know. Everyone <laughs> that's played it has pretty much played it full out. And I have had different generations play the game at one time. Cool. And that's here on YouTube. What's your YouTube channel? In all series, but if you type in Helm in the Game, videos will come up. You can see gameplay videos and a couple of podcast appearances. Also. And now here's another one. Yeah. And here's another one. Where can we find you? Where can we follow you? Where can when can we hang out, man? We got to get this. Oh we got, everybody's got to wear their start wear your mask because I'm I'm selfish. Start wear your mask so I can get out of here and I can go right to South Carolina and play him in the game. To, dang it! Let's go. Let's knock all this off. Let's get it together. No, but um, you can find him in the game at iasgames.com. Uh, that's the website where you can get all the information, go read about the story, watch some videos, and you can pre-order the game. Since COVID has affected a lot of um, companies as far as staffing and, and things of that nature, that is why the game is on hold. The manufacturers have me in queue to get the game out as safely and efficiently as possible. So I will be updating people when it's available and it, and it will be going out. But you can't pre-order it. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Hillman the Game, also at In All Series Net. And if you just want to hang out, I'm Queen at Shelby. <laughs> Write all that down. Find this amazing lady. Check out the game. It, she's she's amazing, and you know what. Just because you're so super cool, I get if if you've got one on the top of your head, give me one guy to go. Okay, one guy to go, Luther Vandross the Prince. <sighs> you're so wrong you for asked this. For it. You're so wrong for this. I'm just saying you asked for it. Had I not been listening to your podcast to do research for this, we could be here <laughs> sitting here in silence for a while. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with uh, Luther's Gotta Go, but it's just barely, and I I do it with a heavy heart. I feel it's important to ask these questions. You want to know who your tribe is, okay? If you're ever, if you're ever in the mix, and you're, you need to know who your Luther and your Prince is. You need to know who would choose to. Got to know. I feel like I just made a new best friend. I Thank I you so like much. You. Thank you so much you're for your welcome. time. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go. You're if, so welcome. It was a pleasure. Please uh, go out. Go get. Uh, go check out him in the game. Check it out on video. Yes. Do it, and you will be. Your life will be better for it. Absolutely. 
thank you again to Tanisha Hall for having a wonderful and fun combo with me. Thank you for listening and remember to like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell an enemy. They might like it too. Tell somebody so we can keep the conversation growing. And until next time, see it, hear it, speak it, live.